It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. March Madness starts today. Got me thinking, what are the five best sporting events in the spring? Find out on today's Minnesota Sports Rankum. This is Minnesota Sports Rankum, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, and it starts now. Welcome into a new Minnesota Sports Rankum. I'm Sam Ekstrom. Today I sound like Kermit the Frog. I'm joined today, our first guest on Minnesota Sports Rankum. It's Luke Inman here to share his top five sporting events in the spring. This is Christmas for sports fans, Luke. March Madness, NHL, NBA playoffs, um, MLB starting up, your favorite NFL draft, NFL free agency. Um, let's give a top five. What do you say? Yeah, you know, I got to say, we were talking about this, what, just last week and how it's slowly grown into one of my favorite sports times of the year. Just a variety, just a plethora of just electric sporting events, what seems to be like every single week for the next month or two. So just based off our discussion last week, Sam, I knew it was going to be tough to put these in order, but I'll be honest, I, I spent a lot more time than I even thought I would because there is so many just top tier choices to choose from one after the other after the other. So yeah, let's get into it. All right, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Check out FanDuel.com slash Locked On. All right, uh, let's start with number five. Uh, You want to go first, Luke, number five on your list? Yeah, number five on my list. There may be no other sport that you can see such a visible and just obvious acceleration of the overall play from the regular season to the playoffs than NHL hockey. And I'm not saying, Sam, that they're not trying hard during the regular season, but there's just something about the playoffs that you can just tell kicks things up a notch. Hockey's already such a battle. It's one of the more physical sports out there, obviously. But these guys kick up that intensity another notch. They skate faster. They hit harder. And there's something about it where even if you're not a diehard fan, Anyone can flip on playoff hockey, sit back and be entertained for three hours every night. Every game just feels so much more closer, so much more intense, and just so much more competitive. So I'll be honest, yeah, I keep up with the regular season. I check the box scores and standings throughout the week, but I'm not diehard, got to watch every second and every game kind of guy. But come playoffs, man, I'm in it to win it. It sucks you in, even if you're just a surface fan like myself. See, when you when you teed that up and talked about the acceleration into the playoffs, I thought for sure you were going to say my number five, which is the NBA playoffs. Um, but I'm specific about it. <clears throat> I think the final two rounds are, are what are a priority for me. The difference between NHL and NBA is NBA is fairly predictable in the early rounds. There are not many NBA upsets. Um Very frequently, it goes chalk in that first round because over the course of seven games, the better team usually wins. Maybe you get a a six over a three or a five over a four. But for the most part, there are not those upsets, a lot of sweeps, a lot of five-game series. But when you get into the final two rounds, that's when legacies are on the line because the NBA revolves around these stars. You've got Curry, you've got LeBron, you've got Durant, and these guys are putting their legacies on the line in those championship rounds in the conference and then the NBA finals, um, you know, Giannis, 
trying to win his first title a couple of years ago. That is awesome. I love watching that. NBA is my number five. Still four I've got above that. So that's how you know it's a pretty good list when the NBA playoffs is your number five. Kyrie Captain. and LeBron in Cleveland, watching them battle the Golden State Warriors however many years ago, that is something mm -hmm. I'll never forget watching and was just absolutely epic and really encapsulate exactly what you're explaining right now. All right, number four on the list, Luke, what do you got? Well, I don't know how you built your list or the criterias you went through here, Sam, but I really tried to think about what gets me the most engaged. And there may not be a more shall I say, addicting 10, 15 days from an engagement standpoint than this NFL free agency period. Constantly hit and refresh on the Twitter machine, trying to be the first one to catch the latest breaking news, who's going where, who's staying put. And the thing is, too, it's just one after the other after the other, those first 48, 72 hours. It's just constant. There's so many moves throughout every day that keeps you engaged. It's almost like I'm a duck, Sam, and, and the NFL just keeps throwing me some breadcrumbs around the lake all day. I just can't stop. I'm sitting there waiting for the next one to drop. And again, I don't know, maybe it's just recency bias because we're in the thick of it as we speak, but nothing gets me quite as engaged as the free agency period. I mean, I don't know about you. I wasted 30 minutes of my life. I'll never get back yesterday watching Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show, basically just talking circles for a half hour when I could have just checked Twitter or Sports Center for two minutes later in the day and gotten all the same info. But we miss our football as football fans. This is the closest thing we can get to it. It's addicting, highly engaging. So it's got to be on my list. Yeah, McAfee was a masterclass in drawing out so good. the interview. Yeah, it was like after the final rose on The Bachelor. Like, that's honestly what it felt like. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to break up with Green Bay, and I'm going to go marry New York. Like, that's, that's what right. I was reminded of that whole time. Uh, my number four is on the same vein. <clears throat> this might be on your list, too, later. It's the NFL Draft. Days one and two of the NFL Draft, finding out who the next cornerstones of your team are going to be. There's so much hype. Three months of hype leading up to the, this big event where you add these future stars to your team. There's so much optimism around it. A lot of them might end up being busts, but nobody cares because you're talking yourself into how they're going to be these ballers for your team going forward. NFL draft is great. I don't have to tell you that. That's my number four on the list. Are you Before a ESPN or NFL network guy? Are you a Mel Kuyper or a Rich Eisen, Daniel Jeremiah combo guy? Which one are you on draft weekend? That's interesting. So I was always ESPN guy. Um, and then I started covering the drafts, you know, professionally where like I'm at the facility and a lot of times it's on mute, honestly, like the, the uh, absorbing the coverage of the draft hasn't really been on my radar as much. It's more like, okay, who are they going to take? And then I'm going to work. Mm. So I'm not enjoying it as much um, as I used to. But I think when, when it was Berman, when it was Wingo, yeah. ESPN all the way. But now I think NFL Network's closed the gap. Yeah, no, I agree. No wrong answer there. Uh, Mel Kuyper is the godfather. But Daniel Jeremiah and Charles Davis do such a great job on NFL Network as well. You can't go wrong either way. Uh, before we get to number three, let me just remind you that um, all these events we're talking about, they can be wagered on with the FanDuel Sportsbook app. They're an official sportsbook partner of Locked On, America's number one sportsbook. And if you're a new customer, great time of year to sign up. Get a no-sweat first bet, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets 
If your first bet doesn't win, check out FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started or download that FanDuel app. It is safe, secure, and super easy to use. It's a good time of year for parlays. You can stack up all the winners today in March Madness, all 16 of them today, or all 32 of them the next two days. See what that pays out on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Check it out today. Get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more. Number three, Luke, hit me. I mean, I'll keep this one short. It's the only major golf tournament that's played on the same course every year. It's always held the first weekend of April. So no matter what the year, you always know exactly when it falls on your calendar. So many little quirky, unique traditions you only find at Augusta during the Masters too, whether it's the cheap food or all the strict rules. And it's so intense. It's so magical. It's given golf some of the most epic legendary moments in the entire history of the sport. They say the Masters doesn't even start until the back nine on Sunday because of so many legendary breakdowns or meltdowns, which just adds to the dramatics and anticipation in its own right. Um, One of my favorite parts of it, you got Jim Nance behind the mic, which I know you'll appreciate. He's incredible. He's iconic in his own right. And just the way he's able to encapsulate the scene, the magnitude, the pressure these players are going under with the soft, quiet, delivery while the fans are dead silent you can hear an acorn drop from three holes away man it's hilarious and honestly the one time a year you don't need to be a big fan of golf to sit back and just be entertained that final round on Sunday they just do such a good job putting everything together for the mainstream viewer and it truly is Sam a tradition unlike any other it's the Masters number three on my list Beautifully said. Um, you know, that is on my list. Um, it's not number three, but I'll, I'll tell you what. That was the first sports memory that I have, I think, is watching the Masters 1997, Tiger Woods wow. winning with my parents. Mm-hmm. Never forget it. Um, it's ingrained in my mind, and that's because the Masters just creates these, these big releases of emotion on the 18th green. It means so much to these guys. My number three is the NHL playoffs, but more, but opposite of NBA. NBA, I'm saying the later rounds are what, are what interests me most. NHL, it's the early rounds because you've got so many games being played. You've got eight series in the first round, and I think they're all wide open. Opposite of NBA, there is no predictability in the NHL, and that's why if your team's in it, I think you feel like you have a chance. You see more... 8-1 upsets in the NHL. I know it's not technically 8-1 now. It's a wild card system, but you see more upsets in the NHL than you do in any other league in those early rounds. If you're a top seed, you run into a hot goalie, you could be done. And Luke, the price that these guys pay during the playoffs, leading up to the Stanley Cup, mm. um, t- up to 28 games played, playing every other day in one of the most physical sports, um, it, it's astonishing what these guys put themselves through. You got the playoff beards. You got the overtime sudden death games that literally take years off your life. If you have any kind of investment in the teams, um, that's as good as it gets. Sudden death NHL overtime. Uh, and I love the chaos of the early rounds. That's my number three on my list. How about Very number well two, said. Luke? 
Number two, kind of the best of both worlds here because not only is March Madness engaging for weeks on end, but you're also getting the dramatic buzzer beaters and the fireworks on a nightly basis too. So you're getting the instant gratification game to game, day after day, but it's also so long and drawn out over an entire three, four week period. So there's nothing like it, not to mention it just draws everyone together no matter if you're a fan or you know anything about that team or that game or not with all the bracket pools that we all enter everyone and anyone can fill one of these things out get involved you can do one with your friends family at the workplace it truly brings everyone together like nothing else does on this list and you get to experience the ups and downs with so many people in your life year after year it's so intense near the end too every time it's on tv no matter where you're at could be the mall or at a bar or at the gym or on someone's phone people stop what they're doing they see what the score is it starts a discussion and nothing else does that like march madness i love the upsets i love the cinderella stories i love the buzzer beaters i love the madness and outbursts when people get their brackets busted on a last second shot by 14 seed like old dominion or montana state it's all part of something bigger though and again i think it's the one thing that brings the most people together while still being exciting and engaging for the longest period of time that's why it's number two on my list beautiful uh number two for me it's the masters on cbs um and i've only grown an appreciation for it like i said 26 years ago watching tiger woods win it when i was just a little kid um and probably watching it every year since like like i don't i don't miss the masters it's appointment viewing for me it's an event that you circle on the calendar four days in april every year and and as i've grown to love golf more i've started following golf more and the build-up to the masters ha has only enhanced it for me because i'll watch the genesis i'll watch the arnold palmer i'll watch the players and i watch the tournaments leading up so i'm going into the masters knowing what who is playing well knowing what the storylines are knowing who has something to gain something to lose um who the next rising star might be i i am so excited for this year's masters and hey Tiger Woods is back in it. He's playing in the majors again. That obviously to me uh, adds a whole nother layer. So the masters number two for me. And I think by process of elimination, I know what you're going with for number one, Luke, tell everybody else. Uh, well, if you know me at all, Pretty self-explanatory. I've been a draft nut since 1998 when the Minnesota Vikings selected this hardhead with off-the-field issues from Marshall University named Randy Moss. And ever since then, Sam, I've just become so enthralled and interested in the entire process because I thought to myself, well, if this Moss guy is so good, how could 17 other teams pass on him like that? I just didn't get it. So from an early age, I love studying who was coming out reading the mock drafts when I'd come home from school every spring. Back then, it was only like two mock drafts you could find out there on AOL, so it was pretty short and sweet. And they weren't these seven-round, 266 picks either. It was like one round, maybe two if you're lucky. But honestly, though, I think it's gained such popularity over the last few years because I think, like myself, People have become so interested in the process and why some guys pan out and why some guys who are supposed to be these sure things, 
They just don't work in the NFL. There's just no exact science to it, despite how hard we want to make it out to be, you know, this scientific thing, you know, the combine, the athletic testing and all that stuff. There's just this human element to the scouting process that no matter how much studying you do, it's always going to be a mystery to people because you can never truly predict what's going to happen when some of these guys get to the NFL. They get all the money and all the fame they've never had before. In fact, a lot of people are asking that about Jalen Carter right now from Georgia. He just had his pro day yesterday. But lastly, too, people love it because it's the one weekend of the year. No matter what team you root for, that team is going to get better. No one's getting worse. Every team's adding new young talent to the roster, and you never know which random day three pick is going to wind up being an absolute stud or in some cases even turn into a future Hall of Famer because it does happen. And so just the mystery of it all is so fun. And again, it's the one part of the NFL season. All 32 fan bases get this new wave of optimism, and hope for the future that the guys they just drafted, they're going to become foundational pieces they'll be watching for years to come. I love it. I've had a Mel Kuyper poster hanging above my bed since seventh grade. It ain't going anywhere, and Sam. Your, your Number life, one on my list. Life loves that, right? Loves it. Loves yeah. It. Um, the odds of that being your number one were minus 500. I mean, that, that, was a, that to me was cut and dried. For me, it's March Madness. March Madness number one which starts today. I am so excited and it's just nostalgia, man. I mean, going back to, to grade school, middle school, high school, some of my best memories are you're filling out your bracket, pencil and paper, you know, you, you rip it out of the, the Argus leader. That was our paper back then. The Sioux Falls paper, um, filling it out with your buddies, begging the teacher to watch the games, um, going home, watching it all night, doing it again the next day on Friday then Saturday, then Sunday, the first four days of March Madness are tough to beat. Um, and that that's why it's number one, because those four days of March Madness, even a little more exciting than the first four days of the Masters. Um, and then going on into the future rounds, too, it's fantastic, but nothing beats the opening rounds. You've got the announcers calling four games in a day at the same site. I love that part of it. Um, and you don't need to know anything necessarily like even if you go in totally ignorant to what's been happening in college basketball, you can still form these opinions and loyalties with the Cinderella teams. Maybe you like the mascot of the jerseys, but anybody can get invested in their bracket. And I just have so many fond memories going back years and years, filling out brackets, being the commission, my high school pool. And hey, we've got the, uh, the Lockdown Sports Minnesota pool going right now. I've got over 50 entries. Last I saw, win Ron Johnson's money. Luke, who's your champ? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're spoiling it before we even get into it? Tip-off's not till 11 here, Sam. I'm going with Houston over Baylor. <laughs> okay. Final score, 168. Who you got? Uh, I've got UCLA over Baylor. What? I, like I got UCLA in my final four. Looks like smart minds think alike here, Sam. There you go. And you know me, just a, a college basketball aficionado. Of so, <laughs> right. Um, a lot of upsets, though, in those first couple rounds on mine, that's for sure. Uh, so, we'll, we'll keep you updated on that. Luke, thanks for joining the show, bud. Glad to be here, Sam. Thanks for having me on. A lot of fun here doing that. All right. It's the show that settles debates and starts new ones. Minnesota Sports Rank them. Comment below what you think of the lists. And we'll talk to you next week on Lockdown Sports Minnesota. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.